Good morning, church. Um, do we respond? Good morning. <laughs> I'm wondering whether I'm in the right state. Well, we thank God for all of us that have gathered here physically and also online to worship the Lord. Amen. Thank God for both spaces. Uh, we thank God for our friends and family day. Um, we always look forward to that. And we believe in the gathering and the assembly of family and friends together, especially for a worthy cause, which is to worship him, and most importantly, witness salvation to those of our family members and friends who haven't come to the saving knowledge of Christ. Amen. So very much I do, let's just start off with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. As we come before your holy word, we pray that your word will minister to us in simplicity and in clarity of speech, yet in the fullness and in the power of your spirit. Thank you that your, your word will minister life to us this morning. It will minister truth to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Please turn your Bibles with me to the book of Mark. Mark chapter 1, verse 40 to 45. Mark 1, verse 40 to 45. I read, Now a leper came to him, imploring him, kneeling down to him, saying to him, if you are willing, you can make me clean. <clears throat> then Jesus moved with compassion, stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed, and he strictly warned him, and sent him away at once, and said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go your way. Show yourself to the priest, and offer for yourself cleansing those things which Moses commanded as a testimony to them. However, he went out, and began to proclaim it freely and to spread the matter so that Jesus could no longer openly enter the city but was outside in deserted places and they came to him from every excuse me direction amen I struggle with themes so I think my theme for this morning is Jesus is good on this Friends and Family Day, I think the message I want to present to us is Jesus is good. Now, when we read this story critically, it talks about one of the many healing miracles of Jesus. And the testimony that is given here is of a leper who received healing when he came to Jesus. 
the interesting and then the beautiful thing of Jesus' story in the Gospels, that's from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, is that every situation with which he was touched with was not impossible. And most times, or if I would say all the time, the reason why Jesus was able to undo people's situations, irrespective of how difficult or how impossible it might seem, was because of his goodness. It's his nature, just good. So I don't know what you are expecting in the next three months that started from today, which is a brand new month. And we thank God that a new month has dawned on us. I don't know what were your past expectations the past nine months, but most times when we reach the 10th month and when we haven't experienced all our resolutions, our plans that we believed to kickstart the year, we sometimes kick the bucket and give up hope. But today, I just want to encourage you and let you know that Jesus is good. And he is good in a sense that he's able to make the impossible possible. I like a scripture in Jeremiah where God spoke to Jeremiah that, is there anything too hard for me? Nothing is too hard for Jesus. And Jesus is in the same breath as God. Very interesting story about a leper. You know, a leper in those days was not a medical disease. It was a spiritual disease with spiritual and physical implications. And the physical implications was you had skin abrasion, your fingers sometimes will be numbed and sometimes will be chopped off, your foot will be chopped off. So it was a very um, bad situation. And normally when you experience leprosy, you are normally outside the gates of the city. You are not welcome into the city. Your life becomes very miserable. You, you sort of live a life which is called the living dead. You are alive, but in effect you are dead. You are cut off from society. I mean, I, I, um, the best way to put it into, into our current context was when COVID-19 came. When people had the COVID, people were alienated, people were put aside or quarantined. Uh, in the leper's man's case, it was worse than that. You had no touch with the world. If you were working in an office, you were moved out of the office and put outside. And the reason why it wasn't seen as a medical sickness, it was seen as someone who had transgressed the commandment of God and had experienced a punishment. And the implication of that punishment was a physical discomfort on your body. So this leper, I don't even know what his life was because I don't think he was born a leper. Probably he might have not been born a leper. Probably he might be someone very esteemed. Or even if he was born a leper, it was because he inherited a family sin. But whatever be the case, he was outside. And then he met Jesus. So I don't know, maybe Jesus was outside the gate of the city. One of the things that makes Jesus good is things that we have put outside, 
those are the places he will reach and touch. Places that human beings feel very uncomfortable to touch, situations that people may feel very nervous to touch, this is where Jesus' goodness comes in. He touches those situations at his own expense. The Bible lets us know that he engaged in a conversation with the man and he was moved with compassion because the man asked him a question, if you are willing, can you make me clean? And the Bible lets us know that Jesus stretched out his hand. He stretched out his hand to touch the forbidden of the society. When you were leprous those days, you were more like a forbidden person. But he stretched forth his hand to touch that which was forbidden because he was moved with compassion and he touched him. I like that he touched him because it brings that scripture to light in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14 to 16, where it lets us know that Jesus is our high priest who cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities because he can be touched, I'm sorry, with the feelings of our infirmities. No matter how ugly the situation is, Jesus can touch us. Sometimes, have you seen certain human beings, they can relate to you when you are fine, they can relate to you when you have a picture of health, but when you become sick, when life begins to get very hard, they can't relate with you. They can't relate with you when you have blood. They can't relate with you when you are sick. They can't relate with you when you have cancer. They will stop relating with you. They can't relate with you if you go to jail. Such is Lord Jesus. No matter how nasty the situation was, or no matter how society may have tagged it forbidden, Jesus touched the situation. Nobody was allowed to have close contact with a leprous man. Nobody was allowed close proximity. You don't have to be in the same environment with a leprous man. But Jesus was in the presence of a leprous man and he touched the person. And mind you, Jesus was also a priest. He was a teacher. And in, in during the days of Moses, when the laws were given, one of the commandments that were given to religious leaders and scribes who were known as teachers of the law was not to relate with leprous people because when you relate with them, you are defiled, you become unclean. So in those days, anybody who was a religious leader dare not interfere, mingle or associate with a leprous person. The only time you are supposed to mingle or associate with a leprous person was when a leprous person is coming to you that he believes he is clean and he needs inspection. That's the only time. But Jesus, looking at all the ramifications of this, he put aside his reputation. He put aside all the laws that had been created and he touched the man. Jesus is good. I want you to know that Jesus' goodness is not confined and restricted to societal norms and taboos. Society may have tagged it forbidden. Society may have tagged it you can't touch it. Society may have tagged it defiled. Society may have tagged it unclean.
back came to present Jesus to you that the reason why he is good is that he flouts all these societal rules and all these norms and taboos that have been set in place and he would touch the situation irrespective. Therefore, I want you to have a lot of encouragement and a lot of hope this morning that no matter how bad your situation is, Jesus is good. And the goodness of Jesus is that he is willing to touch your situation. You know, sometimes you can do something and you will do it not out of your will. You will do it because you are being forced. You will do it because you might even want to save face. But Jesus touched the situation not because he wanted to save face. Jesus touched the situation not because he was being forced. Jesus touched the situation because he was willing. And why did he touch the situation? So that he could cleanse the man. He could give him healing. He wanted to set him back to restoration. And the restoration in the case of the leprous man was that so that he could now be among the land of the living and be treated like a citizen of the land. And the Bible lets us know that as soon as Jesus spoke, immediately his leprosy left him and he was cleansed. The leprous man received healing. An impossible situation was touched with the goodness of God. I don't know what impossible situation befalls you. I don't know what you might have deemed dead. I don't know what you might deem lifeless or hopeless. But I came to tell you this morning that with the goodness of God, when Jesus touches the situation back by the word of God, that which is lifeless becomes lively, that which becomes hopeless will now turn into hope, and that which has become dead will experience the resurrection power of Christ. I want you to lift up your hopes this morning and trust in the goodness of Jesus, even as we have approached the 10th month of the year, that Jesus can touch every situation. And when he touches the, the situation, restoration power definitely has to kick into place. I don't know how bad your finances may have been. All that you need is the goodness of Jesus to touch that situation. Things will turn around. I don't know how bad your family may have been, the situation of your family. Maybe there is no peace within your family. All that you need is for the goodness of Jesus to touch it. And when the goodness of Jesus touches it, there is restoration power. I don't know what you may be expecting now as the clock is ticking by, as we are coming down to the closing weeks of 2023. I want you to know that just allow the goodness of Jesus to touch it. And when the goodness of Jesus touches it, restoration power will take place immediately. Oh, we are believing God that may we experience a restoration. May God touch those places that are dead and may they come to life. May God touch those places that are lifeless and may life come in. May that resurrection power, the Bible says that the spirit of Christ, that, that raised Christ from the dead, that power, that unction, which is in the spirit that raised Christ from the dead, if that spirit dwells in our mortal bodies, it will quicken us. 
I pray that may you experience a quickening in every sphere of your life, in your finances, in every area, in your, in your health, in your, in your spiritual life, in your social life. Wherever that you are, you are waiting for the touch of God. I pray that may you experience the touch of God in the name of Jesus. May we experience the touch of God today in places that are dry. And may the rivers flow once again. May we experience the touch of God where difficulties and possibilities have been the order of the day. And when the touch of Christ is released, let it become restored in Jesus' name. That which is difficult will not become difficult. That which is impossible will become possible in the name of Jesus. The Bible lets us know that Jesus touched the situation and he spoke the word and the man's health became restored. That means if he had a skin abrasion, his skin became anew. That means if his fingers were chopped off by the leprosy, he had new fingers. That means if his feet had already been demarciated by the leprosy, his feet became restored, that he had tools to walk on. I am talking about the restorative power of Jesus this morning. All these are reasons why Jesus is good. He touched the leprous man, and he didn't just touch the leprous man to give him empathy, he touched the leprous man even though he had empathy, but he touched the leprous man to change the situation. Not every touch brings comfort and healing. There are some touches, they just bring empathy. And thank God for empathy. But empathy is not enough to change a situation. There are some people, they touch a situation, but they touch a situation to sympathize. And thank God for sympathy. But sometimes it is not enough. And we thank God that he just doesn't sympathize or empathize with us. But when God touches our situation, he changes it in a 180 degree course around. And he turns it to our good. That is why Jesus is good. So, after the cleansing, he strictly warned the man and sent him away. Don't tell anybody. Go and show yourself to the priest. And when you go and show yourself to the priest, make sure that you offer your cleansing for the things which Moses commanded. Now, during the time of the Israelites under the old covenant, if you happen to be healed of leprosy, there were certain things that you need to take so that you will give it to the priest and after the priest will inspect you, he will give you a bill of clean health. So right here, it really makes me know that Jesus was not against the law. He came to fulfill the law. Even though Christ came in his pristine heights, in his pristine glory and his pristine power, he came as the king of kings, he came as our Lord and Savior, he came as the initiator of the new covenant. He also had unfinished business with the old covenant. He wanted to fulfill it. That was why when you read the scriptures carefully, Jesus never abrogated the old covenant. He had to make sure that the old covenant was fulfilled. It was a signed and sealed deal 
before he initiated us into the new covenant. And I like that. Because even though when you read Hebrews chapter 8, it lets us know that the new covenant is better than the old covenant. It has better promises than that of the old covenant. The blood of the new covenant speaks better things than the blood of the old covenant. Yet, Jesus didn't deem it inferior. He still said that even though I am the Lord and I am the initiator of the old covenant, still respect the laws of Moses. Take whatever Moses has commanded you when it comes to the restoration of health and go and give it to the priest and show it to him as a testimony. And the Bible lets us know that this man, so happy for his healing, he couldn't keep the news silence to himself. He went and proclaimed freely to spread the matter that now Jesus struggled with crowds I believe when I read this story, the picture I have in my mind is a stampede. Jesus had too many crowds that he couldn't contain the crowds that he had to live in deserted places. Why? Because there was a man who has been healed, who has been brought back to the land of the living, and perhaps he's able to reclaim his life, restart his life, all because Jesus had cleansed him of leprosy. 2020, we just had a preview of that. When COVID hit, it looked as if our lives were over. If you happen to be infected, everything comes to a standstill. Everything. And when you are healed, you have a certain joy because you feel now I can have my life back. And it's just a fraction of what this man experienced. When the COVID happened, we didn't live outside the city gates. We lived in our houses. This man, he didn't live in his house. He lived outside the gates of the city. And thanks be to God that when he was healed, he didn't keep it to himself, but he used that testimony as a witness. I just want you to know that Christ is going to do something in your life that it will be so good that you will use that goodness as a testimony. Amen. And you will use that testimony as a witness so that people will come to the saving knowledge of Christ. I came to encourage you this morning that Jesus is good. Now, Jesus healed the leprous man. He touched the leprous man. And this leprosy, I can liken it to sin. That was why Jesus came. And that's why Jesus is good. Just like the leprous man, all of us were sinners. We were forbidden. We were outside the gates of heaven. We were on our way to hell. There was no help. There was no relief. But Jesus... At the expense of his purity, at the expense of his divinity, at the expense of his holiness, at the expense of who he is, he reached down to the gutters of sin. He reached down to the filthiness and the uncleanliness of sin. And he used his purity, his godliness, his divinity to touch our mess to cleanse us. 
We were the leprous people. We were like the leprous man. Leprosy is just like sin. It had no cure. We had no cure. That is why we think that Jesus is a good God. But thanks be to God that with his touch, we have been cleansed. And Jesus didn't just speak a word to pronounce that we have been redeemed. He did not just speak a word to proclaim that we have been justified. He did not speak a word just to proclaim that we have been declared righteous, but he also sacrificed his life in addition so that today when the Father looks at us, he looks at us as reconciled. And that is why it is so important for us to present the good news of the gospel to people about what Jesus has done. Jesus, just like he ministered to this leprosy, has ministered to the leprosy of sin so that when we receive his gift, you and I can be called the righteousness of God. We can move from being dead to coming to being alive in Christ Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus is a good God. Jesus is good. Why do we say he is good? Because he has cleansed us from that purity that will stand between us and the Father. We have been cleansed. And Jesus cleansed us because he was willing. It was such a heavy price for him to die on the cross. But because of his willingness, because of his love, and because of that element of goodness, which is part of Jesus' nature, he took the hard rights so that you and I could be called the righteousness of God, so that you and I could be called the justified of God, so that you and I could be called the righteousness of God. Jesus, I believe, touching this leprous man is a preview to his messianic ministry. It's a preview to him being the savior of the whole world. Therefore, I came to present Jesus this morning that Jesus is not against us. No matter how filthy our lives have become, no matter how unclean our lives have become, Jesus with all his holiness, with all his purity, is willing to touch that mess that nobody wants to touch. You know, there's a kind of mess that even church folk can't touch. They can't. Because when they touch it, they will feel scandalized. When they touch it, they will feel impure. When they touch it, they will feel like it has messed their witness up. But Jesus, irrespective of what everybody has said, and if people have even turned their backs against you, Jesus is willing to touch that mess. And he's not just touching it to bring sympathy. He's not just touching it to bring empathy. He's touching it to bring a cleansing. He's touching it to bring a healing. That is why we say Jesus is good. Today I present to you the goodness of Jesus. He is good. Be encouraged that he is good. Be encouraged that you will experience his goodness in the closing weeks of 2023. Be encouraged that you will have a testimony of the goodness of God. We will be able to think at the end of this year 
All our lives, you have been faithful. All our lives, you've just been good. Because we can trust in your goodness. I pray that may that be your testimony this year. So shift your gaze off human flesh, off human vessels and agencies, and begin to trust in the sovereignty of Jesus who has your best welfare at heart because he's a good God. Today, this morning, on this Friends and Family Day, I present to you the goodness of Jesus. Hey, no matter how sinful you think your life has become, Jesus is willing to touch the situation. I don't know, maybe you may be in some sort of pain, health-wise. Jesus is willing to touch that situation that doctors are refusing to touch and have given up hope on. Maybe you might be in some sort of discomfort because of what is happening in your family life or what is happening in your mental health or what is happening in any aspect or in every sphere of your life. Today I present Jesus to you. He's willing. That's what I like. When the leprous man said, make me clean, he said, I am willing. Jesus is willing. That's why he's good. He's willing. He's willing to touch that situation. So today I want us to present every situation that is nasty. Every situation that is unclean. Every situation, quote unquote, that is leprous. We want to present it to him. That he will touch it. I promise you that if you present your situation to Christ, he will touch it. Thank you, Lord. Stand to your feet. I want us to listen to Sister Wynan's song on the goodness of God. And whilst we are listening to it, please pray and present every leprous situation, every unclean situation, every nasty situation, every situation that society or your friends and family have touched, untouchable. Today we are going to present them all to Christ so that we can experience His touch. Thank you. Let's pray. Listen to the song.
or in the next one minute, I just want you to proclaim your trust in Jesus because he's good. He's a good God. I pray that you experience his goodness. At the end of 2023, let me be bold to prophesy to you that you will sing of the goodness of God because you will say that all my life you have been faithful. Thank you for touching that leprous situation, that nasty situation, that uncomfortable situation, that forbidding situation that friends and family have abandoned me and have deemed forbidden. Thank you for touching it. We have experienced your love. Not just your love, but we've also experienced the power of your word to that situation. Thank you for restoration. Thank you for restitution. Thank you for recovery. Oh, thank you that in the next three months we are entering into months of recovery, months of restoration, months of restoration. Because the theme that will help us to run in the next two months is you are good. Thank you that we have experienced your goodness. Thank you that you have reminded us through this word that you are indeed a good God. Oh Lord, we will sing indeed of the goodness of God. And if you believe in that, say amen. amen. If you believe in that, say amen. amen. We will experience the goodness of God. We will experience the goodness of God. You just don't read about this scripture that Jesus touched a leprous man, but Jesus is touching every leprous situation of our lives and we will experience the goodness of God. Amen. God bless you guys.